This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service. It's the world's shittest podcast. And back by popular demand, I have Alan Brady and James Connors from the Newcastle Comedy Club. How are we, lads? Thanks oh, for having mate. us on, man. Am I, was I not supposed to say your full name as well? No, no you, you can say what as long as you don't say my full address. Yeah. Then it's okay. <laughs> my, my full bank details, but like that, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. Okay, because I was a little bit stressed. I was like, fuck, I was like, I'm pretty sure last time I just called, referred to you as Brady, and normally we do. And I think we were planning to say crook shit last time, though. Yeah, Whereas well, this yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's hard because like I run the comedy club, but I also teach at the uni and run a couple of other businesses and stuff. Uh, so it's, yeah, like. Yeah, just just really tell people where they yeah, should the be campaigning to get well, you well, When I removed. made that gay marriage video like a couple of years back, because I, I made, made this video that went viral like uh, when they had the gay marriage plebiscite. And people ring the uni trying to get me fired for that. Because like <laughs> I, I was on, so, so it's good. So like I pissed off all the right wing people. So maybe I could say some fuck shit and piss off all the left wing people. Yeah. And they can like really get in there and like terminate my future. It must be a campaign yeah. to get Brady. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for, for, for that reason, sometimes I try to like dodge some bullets because something at some point if i have any like actual success in like film or media or television or whatever <laughs> like i am there's going to be something i've said fucked at some point that's going to like absolutely cancel me yeah because, i've like, said too much that's why i don't even try <laughs> to be successful now you know <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like i've said yeah. so much stuff it's like what's the point if you look it's at the gaps in his re- if you look at the gaps in his resume that's all careful planning <laughs> yeah. it's just like it's just like yeah like three years <laughs> off 2016 to 2019 he's just like yeah it's because you know like, i can't win so why try it wasn't because he was just doing some, you know, on the slide drug dealing. Yes. It was nothing to do with that. That is that is a great attitude to have, and it's something that I think oh, I might start to embody. So I've, funny. I've had one of those weeks today where I was just like, maybe we should bring back Aztec culture of just human sacrifice, where it's just, <laughs> I am sick of dealing with shit cunts, man. I've yeah. just got, I was having a chat to my dad about it, and he's just like, son, doesn't matter where you're shoveling shit or trading stocks in the stock exchange. He goes, there's shit cunts everywhere. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> you've got 40 more years of dealing with shit cunts. So, well, yeah. the thing is like, look, you can either like sort of take shit from people or you can become the shittest cunt. Like, exactly. You become, yeah. Never try. See, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> See, James isn't sacrificing other people. He's just like sacrificing any ability to be hired by someone in the future is what he's sacrificing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pigeonholing myself. So I don't have, I either like oh. make something happen or I perish. He's that's, just, yeah. that's my, you're putting Putting all your eggs in the uh, comedy club basket. I commend you for that. Exactly. So I'll be sleeping in the building whether or not we still own the lease. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. So every week, as you know, we like to do a little bit of a beer breakdown. And to be honest, I've done this one on the pod before, but when I bought these beers, it was the option of a four pack or a case. And initially I was a little bit kind of, I was comparing it to another beer that Capital Brewing Co. had done, which was just an amazing collaboration. But this beer here is actually grown on me quite a lot. So let's get into this. I 
got uh, Bobby Sandu fucked up the other day on the podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> and, uh, cheers, boys. Well, usually Sorry he comes pre-fucked up yeah. uh, like at any social event. Yeah, I think well, he, I think he had a little bit of uh, I think he had a little bit of a head start, but I just made made sure we kicked it into overdrive. And yeah. um, <laughs> he was saying that he might get to um, help Craig Jones out with Alex Alexander Volkanovsky's camp, and I was like, Oh, really? Holy yeah, shit! I was like, Bro, please, just like make Volk come out to fucking. Yeah. Like he just—it'd be the most epic fight entrance music I think of, of all time if he if he came Jesus out to that. I think Bobby would single-handedly cause his downfall just from being around him. You know? Yeah, I think if like being Bobby was influence. if Bobby was to roll with him, I think that like some of his sweat would get into Volk's pores <laughs> yeah. and it'd pop, he'd, he'd, he'd pop. be <laughs> testing positive to everything. Yeah, for something. Then well, like, geez, Volk, we thought he was a clean athlete. Turns out he's on everything. It's, it's so funny as well because like with the VB music like you sort of get you in a good mood you feel like drinking but I don't think it's fighting music if you want to scare your opponent you got to come out to the Bundaberg rum theme song mm, yeah, and then you know you're ready exactly. for a punch that's like it. this guy will fight you yeah. he'll fight his mates <laughs> he'll fight his missus like yeah. he'll throw punches at you. and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what so this is something that is oh by the way great beer Thank the you. Great. Um, sorry to yeah. hijack the beer oh, review. Sorry, we, we're, sorry. <laughs> I forgot to say that we're drinking the Brew Zealand uh, Hazy Double IPA from uh, Capital Brewing Co. It's two point six standard drinks. It is. It's fucking delicious. Everyone that I've given it to has really enjoyed mm. it. So good work. Mm. To you and guys and as I'm driving home, um, if this is used against me <laughs> in the court of law, I didn't hear how many standard drinks it <laughs> yeah. was. So I assume you said point six. Yeah, point six. Yeah, okay, good. Point okay, six. so I should be fine to drive home yeah. then, based on that information. So <laughs> no. Premeditated drink driving I, for me. I think I just want to get my podcast to the point where I can have a courtesy bus that comes and because <laughs> <laughs> it's always like the theme. Like we start having uh, a few beers and like inevitably they're like, "Fuck, I've got to drive," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah." Um, about Bundy, right? You know how the mascot, the polar bear. I've been on a bear attack craze for like. Over a week now. I get into these phases where all I do is just... I love this, by Listen the way. and learn about... And the latest thing has been bear attacks, right? This is the guy I run a business with who's in charge of business development. He should be on top of like the bank account, the accounting. He's just like, dude, I've got some information to tell you about the business. We're watching bear attacks nonstop. Like, have we done our quarterly buzz? It doesn't matter because I can get attacked by a brown bear hey, any moment. The buzz doesn't matter when you're face-to-face <laughs> with a grizzly. Did this but all, did the it, polar bear, the most violent of all the bears. Yeah. So there we go. A perfect mascot for Bundy to be like, it's going to be the most violent and vicious drinker yeah. that's going to be like, yeah, this and, is my and mascot. It's, it's good. We can say that bear is the most violent. It's got the worst temper. It's just like- you know, it's, it's white. White, too. exactly. It's white. So, like, so I feel very good about that. If you're going to start talking about brown bears, I'll be like, okay, um, we just need to sort of erase the last like 20 minutes, take my name out of this because it's uh, very important. But yeah, being a white bear, well, that's the thing I love about like the war in Ukraine. It's like, we can stop being racist towards white people. Like we can say exactly. any shit we want against like the Russians and we can't be taken down on and, any level. And they are like almost the whitest people. Oh, Exactly. The Russians. They're like, oh, I'm going to say two white. Yeah. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are blending in with the snow that's in exactly. Siberia. Like, it's funny that you're bringing up bear attacks because um, something I wanted to talk to you boys about, Brady, as a filmmaker, is a yeah. film that caught my eye. and well, In particular, it was a trailer that's called Cocaine Bear. Have you seen the trailer for this? Uh, uh, yes. I, uh, my girlfriend made me watch it. This is the one bear it. video I have not seen. <laughs> <laughs> So essentially, uh, it's based off a true story um, where a bear finds, I think it's like 70 pounds of cocaine from an alleged drug run 
And I think the guy's plane was crashing or something. So he's just hurling coke out the windows in, in an effort to save himself. I read the story and, and inevitably he jumps out of the plane, but I think he hits his head so he can't deploy his parachute and he ends up dying. And a week goes past and people are kind of trying to find what's what's going on and someone comes across a bear that's dead and there's just like shredded bits of like plastic all over the place. And then they did uh, like a an autopsy, I guess, on this bear and found out that it ingested 70 pounds of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Dude, what, what a, a way to go. go. Yeah. Well, because like me and James have talked about this because we're obviously going to die of heart disease, but <laughs> on the off chance I could get exploded or James could get sniped in the face, what a cool way to go out, right? <laughs> great because way to go like, out. if yeah. you just die just like a regular fat guy, that sucks. But if you can go out like Michael Hutchins, okay, yes. it's not the most <laughs> best way. But people, people are talking at the wake, right? It's an Interesting conversation exactly. going down. Paul Walker, we some people die and we immediately forget them. Paul Walker, because he died in a really cool way. Yeah. yeah. At high speeds. Yeah. Like we continue to be like or, or Ryan Dunn from Jackass. Yeah. It's just like I, I don't I don't know what Steve O's up to, but I know what Ryan Dunn's up to. Okay. Well, Steve O's getting fake titties. I don't know if you've seen that. Well, why, why, why is is this a joke? No, it's for real. No, I mean, is he doing it as a joke? Oh yeah, because, he's doing it as a oh, joke. Dude, that... See, could like, be the best but, bit but the ever. Thing is like, uh, if, it may be. Yeah, it may be. So like, getting uh, fake tits as a dude. Um, imagine like his rea- like reaction to people who don't know Stevo. Like most people <laughs> would know Stevo, but imagine an old man just walking down the street, just being so utterly confused seeing Stevo. I think I, I think the issue with a man getting fake tits, right? And it's it's, it's like it's not like a trans issue or sexual identity or whatever. It's because like every man can get so close to blowing themselves, and you can't you can't bend far enough. But you could definitely titty fuck yourself. <laughs> If you got your own tits, I'll get nothing done. I'll just be like bent over, but like, I'll go down a little bit further. <laughs> dude, I'll be motorboating myself constantly. Yeah. Like, it's dude, just like, that Dan Rath joke where he's like, oh, yeah, Marilyn Manson, they, he had to have uh, ribs taken out to stop him uh, so he could suck his own dick. I had to put my, I had to put more in to stop myself. <laughs> was that Dan Rath or was it Nick Kappa? Uh, it's a fucking. It, it was. It's it a was fucking Nick funny yeah. bit, but it fucking did, made you, me cry. Have you seen Nick Kappa's um, artwork for his upcoming yeah. special? Yeah, very. I mean, very sure. <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, his last the, one was so great as well. And I'm like, how is he going to better that? And he did. Like, it was just incredible. For those who yeah. haven't seen it, Nick Kappa is one of the best comedians in in Australia, and we highly recommend going out and watching some of his stuff. Give him a follow. But he has a poster, so. Nick has previously had testicular cancer and he's gotten over it now. Uh, he had to have a testicle removed, well, which is quite... Gotten over it is... It's just like, it's just <laughs> it's like a breakup. Like, yeah, just had to cut he's and run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, well, just most, most likely, most like, um, you know, a de facto breakup. He lost 50% of his shit. Like, that's pretty much how he got over <laughs> testicular cancer. Okay. It's not like, good to get out scot-free. So, <laughs> on the real, on the real, Nick Kappa needs to go for a Uniball sponsorship. You know what I mean? Like, he's wasting his damn time if he doesn't. Um... But he has he has the greatest uh, poster artwork for his upcoming tour around Australia, yeah. and it's called the tour is called "Hold Me Closer, Tiny Cancer," and it's him holding one of his nuts. <laughs> That's like it's a little character, and it's fucking great. So keep an eye out for it because uh, no doubt it'll be in a city somewhere near you guys soon. 
Um, and uh, a shout out to uh, Capra as well. Just turned forty as well. So, what did yeah, he? Yeah, he just posted about that. He said he was uh, bummed to turn forty, but pretty stoked to be alive. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. like, but yeah. So happy yeah. birthday, dude! Because he's like, yeah, just one of the nicest comics, and especially like when I first started, and he was like headlining. He's always like really cool to open micers and try mm. to help people out. He's just a super nice dude. Yeah, so, yeah. I, well, the first time I met him was at the comedy club a few weeks ago doing that showcase and. Yeah, he's a fucking legend, man. Yeah, just no. really nice. And that makes such a difference when you're in like an opening spot like myself. And mm. every time I get to do a showcase, I'm like, fuck, here's someone that, you know, you kind of look up to or you, you've known them throughout yeah. the comedy scene. And, and when they're legends, you're like, thank fuck this guy's a mad cunt. And yeah. it's like, it's always very telling. Like you said this the other day, like how people treat people that are underneath them that they don't need to treat well. Yeah. And if they treat them like, you know, nice and it's not just for a show, you just know that they're actually legend. It's such a simple thing mm. to do. Just treat people with a uh, basic dignity and respect. Isn't yeah. that fucking weird? It's, it's easy to be nice to someone that's above you, you know? Yeah. And but it, for the people that like, Kappa has no reason to really be anything more than, very courteous and that's it but to be actually like a good person to and like be like that was funny man whatever like he posted brooke on his story and was like oh yeah crusher from newcastle tagged her so like all his followers could yeah then follow know. along and even after even after the saturday show he's like hey guys i got a split i can't watch the rest of the show but uh me and all the comics that are performing at um the civic theater tonight are all going out so shoot me a message and I'll let you know which bar mm. we're drinking at. See, well, you look totally at someone, didn't need you look to at do someone that. like Elliot, who's below everyone, and still treats yeah. everyone like garbage. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, there's, there's a lot to learn there. There's one comic I wishes gets cancer. Like it's just like struck the wrong guy. Okay, so he's just got hairline cancer at the moment. Like I say, there's another man who's also hair is in, in a terminal state at the moment. Yeah. I, don't I don't know how long it has. I, but I think Elliot point. might be immune. I think it's impossible for a cancer to get cancer. Like, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one cancer. Oh, it's got social cancer. So it's like a lot of them, but yeah, they're not quite taking him out. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Just putting him in uh, awkward social situations. That's Well, it's, it's weird because like, I was chatting to you about this as well, because like Elliot's one like insult to most people in the scene, because everyone's so much older than him. He's like, ha, ah, you're old. But I'm just like, what are you doing besides wasting a youth? He doesn't party, okay, which is, I enjoyed when I was in my 20s. The doesn't best. Go, doesn't go to uni, which I also enjoyed. Doesn't travel. <laughs> doesn't do it. He does stand up, which you could be 60 and do it. That's fine. I don't know what he does besides go for walks in the park and drink tea and be annoying. Like, I don't know how he's spending his 20s because I'm not envying it at all. If I could swap with him right now, I'm more than happy to be in my mid to late 30s, right? Because if I was going to spend it like that, I'd be spending a lot of time uh, driving over a cliff and quickly veering to the left. <laughs> Okay, like that's it. Just it's. I don't know what he does because, like, I, I like. I, what, but also, what does he he, do every he day? is rapidly getting older because he's always been the young person in the scene yeah. until he's not. It's going to take one person to come in at like eighteen years old and stick and not just like bounce away. Yeah, and he will have an identity crisis because <laughs> <laughs> he's been the youngest one. Yeah, and then that's so uh, he's seventeen forever. Yeah. <laughs> You, yeah. you made quick work of that beer, Oh, dude, I uh, yeah, nail it down way too fast. <laughs> yeah. It's because, like, I've, I've meant to be, like, keto. It's like that weight creep. It's like, uh, like every year you get older, it's like you put on one or two kilos a year. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm a proper fat fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you can feel your heart sweating, like, when you're sitting at, like, a resting heart rate. Mine, mine's happened in a rapid, in a rapid, yeah. like, two years. Yeah, like, it, I was it's, 85 it's one kilos. to two kilos a week. Yeah. Yeah. 
wanted a kilo a year. The other, the other day I was laying on my side and my heart was like, bro, roll on your back. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, Oh, bro. my God. I, I've had that where I can, like, see my heartbeat through my rib cage and I'm like, is this COVID or am I just a fat fuck? And it's like a bit of A and B. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, at the point where, like, my left titty just constantly jiggles with my heart, heartbeat. Yeah. yeah, it looks like I'm doing peck flexes. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm mild cardiac arrest at all times. Yeah, like, my dad's convinced he's got cancer of the neck. And I'm like, that's... I've never heard of anyone having neck cancer. No. And he's like, no, nah, there's a lump there. And I'm like, well, go and get a check. And he's like, no. Nah. It's just so it's like, oh, it well, could, don't bring it up then. It could be <laughs> it could be gland cancer because that's where my mum had cancer and it was too close to the jugular for them I to think, operate on. Because so. like you're saying your dad's got a lump. Is it hard to tell your dad he's just got a double chin? And you're just <laughs> like, dude, that's a BMI issue. It's not any sort of cancer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not a lump. It's more like a ring. <laughs> Dad, your chin's got an ear now. Uh, it looks like one of those pillows you were on the flight. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and everyone forgets to bring them, and they're expensive to get. You're saving yourself money by being a fat fuck on a plane. It's great. Oh, that's oh. that's fucking great. I had a I had a listener write in, boys, and as as men that are all in relationships, I feel like this yeah. would be something that would resonate with us. But he he wrote into me. Firstly, like, uh, he wants your opinion, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. So it's so we're not. We're not required. I was yeah. going to say, what kind of person is looking to us for advice? Well, that's well, that's that's at exactly least he's asking you, and we can just give. Well, if it's how to tips. avoid ATO fines, yeah. if it's how to get through COVID by maybe you know selling some sort of hallucinogens, then like, there is some inv- hypothetical importing, advice we can give. Yeah. Okay, importing okay. meme substances from India to take <laughs> because maybe it's real and maybe it's not, but it'll be funny anyway. Yeah. So, so, so if you need advice on that, but but again, all hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Okay. All, so hypothetical, all, hypothetical, all yeah. hypothetical advice. And it actually gave me an idea of maybe I could start a segment called Poor Advice because I'm mm. not the person that you should be looking to as your fucking North Star. It's like, that's the guy <laughs> that I need advice from. But he listens to the pod and he wrote in, and I'll, and I'll paraphrase, but basically okay. he said that he, uh, him and his missus can't decide on shows to watch because they hate each other's mutual taste. And this is actually something that I have experienced. So recently me and... My missus was, she wanted to watch something. And I was like, what are you watching? Just chuck on whatever. And it was a TV show. I don't know if you know, there's a TV show called Crikey, It's the Irwins. And right. yeah. within S- five S-Pac minutes. S-Pac edited that. So so my <laughs> mate had to edit that. And um, I'll, I'll just say S-Pac, because if I say his actual name, he might get a troll. But he goes, it's a fucking nightmare, that show. <laughs> oh. So my, my friend is the editor. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, this, this is great because yeah. within three minutes of watching this show, I was like, I fucking hate this oh, show. Dude, it's atrocious. And yeah. I, it just made me think, I was like, how much of that Steve Irwin orange can we squeeze like the juice is gone and the and man died in 2000 there is fake drama in that as well because like my mate was telling me there was like a wombat in one episode that wasn't dying but s-pack had to edit it because the producer said edit it like this thing is dying and then like bindi's going to save it and that's what the whole thing's about so they had to get like fake footage like manufacture this whole fake fucking storyline i can't so, wait like, to tell my missus this oh, dude, <laughs> I, I, I can get the exact details of s-pack because it's complete bullshit Perfect. And, and so like, this is sort of digressing a little bit but one of my uh s-pack's mates edits maths right and oh the, the, god this is how fuck this is okay so oh, one, of the, one of the contestants uh, um he was he was he had to read this like wedding speech and um and so the producers asking him about his dyslexia and he said I don't want my dyslexia mentioned in the show. I just want to make that really clear. And then SPAC's mate had to edit it. So he said, instead of, I don't want my dyslexia mentioned in the show, edited it. So he said, I have dyslexia. And then when he read his speech, they edited it. So he was fucking up reading. <laughs> 
dyslexia. That's literally what these bastards do. That's I've so got many screenshots of it. So that, that's what. So we think like people criticize comedians because they can see what we're doing, but behind the scenes, like editors of reality TV are so much worse than anything we'll ever fucking do. Oh, that's dude. perfect, dude. Like, that's so fucking good because I was watching this and I was like, <clears throat> like Steve died in 2006. We just need to let it go. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was an Aussie icon, but at some point, like, the more I think about Steve Irwin, I was like, I think this guy may have actually been on the spectrum. You know what I mean? Like, he just was, he was infatuated with animals. He I always wore the same clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, are we just going to forget that he took his newborn into like meet yeah. a fucking crocodile yeah. and then he just like screamed at anyone that questioned him? I'm yeah, like, like he yeah. and he knows all the types of different snakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he held it up like Michael Jackson did with his baby to the world. It was, it was, like, it was like the bamboo from fucking Lion King just fucking holding him up. I just love when they oh. slaughtered him on South Park. People forget because it was like season two, but like it's like, oh, I'm Steve Irwin, and we're going to see what happens to this brown snake when I stick my finger up its butthole. <laughs> and like, and he just does that to every single, and they're all going mental. But that's all he did. He pissed off animals, then wrestled them, and you're just like, is this entertainment? Okay, and, and again, like it fucking sucks that he died because he's dead or whatever, but it was just like, it was a freak accident. He was filming Deadliest Sea Animals. That's what it was fucking called. Deadliest yeah. Sea Animals. And oh, I never I got these- to see that episode, and I'm pissed. I'm <laughs> Release it. Release it. Release the fire. Yeah, I know. So, like, look, so many people love this dude, but I remember even for my 21st, I always hated Steve Owen, all right? Uh, So I'm not trying to be contrarian. So he was alive in my 21st, and my mates, because they just wanted to wind me up, gave me a giant Steve Owen card and a giant Steve Owen cutout and made me take pictures with it just to degrade (laughs) me. That's what I fucking hate this dude, because he's just like, oh, crikey, I'm so over the fucking top. You're just like, dude, I want you to get fucking eaten. And my only regret is, like you just said, I didn't get to see it happen, okay? So I don't care much conservation work you're doing you piss off animals you take newborn babies in the fucking enclosures and the only thing that would have one episode i wanted to see where you die i don't get to see it okay this is fucking bullshit all right fucking can hell. you imagine what it'd be like if you didn't turn the lights off yeah. and he had the migraine setting yeah. in oh. <laughs> it'd, it'd, it'd be firing on all fucking oh eight god seven. i just like this dude annoys and again it's not being contra- like you can go back to 2005 i'll be saying the same shit okay like just annoying man like i remember once he wrestled conan o'brien and you can just see a uncomfortable Conan was getting because I was just thinking is he touching his asshole like that's what I was thinking the whole time he's fingering Conan Conan. well the thing is though because Conan thought it would be funny and Steve Owen's like okay I'm in this to win it (laughs) so he's like pin him on the ground and you can see the panic in Conan's face because like as much as like Steve Owen sucks man the upper body strength in that dude to wrestle crocodiles like take him down a gangly ginger there was no problems whatsoever oh yeah so initially we're talking about the the reality TV (laughs) show reality TV show but it's made me it's made me like systematically look at all the Irwins and I think I dislike every one of them like his wife looks like she's escaped a cult and just married the first person that she met and it happened to be an eccentric Australian who wears khaki Bindi Irwin, mm. I always thought, is the Antichrist, and now you've revealed, <laughs> now you've revealed this information about yeah. her saving a wombat. It confirms it. And I think that Bob Irwin just looks like the kind of guy that gives girls chlamydia and then blames the koalas that he holds at the front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I must have washed my hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an old mate blinkies up to it again. Like, so... So I I, I want to know, have you? is this something that you guys struggle with as well? Like, is it something that 
And like, because honestly, I've got no real advice for this. I just think it's just like one of you just has to sit there and suffer, and you need to come up with a happy medium. I call headphones, just, brother. Yeah, just do something else. Like you can yeah. sit in the same room and watch with her. <laughs> yeah. For me and my girlfriend, and like she, I, I don't know why. Like my girlfriend listens to every podcast or radio show I do. It's not like she's supporting me. I think it's like almost like a wiretap <laughs> to see what shit I'm talking about. So she will listen to this. And so like we have a very like the thing we bond because like she's Scottish uh, we bonded on like we all we love the same comedy so like uh, like Black Books Mighty Boosh uh, Spaced uh, like Monty Python that sort of stuff right so like uh, and like we've just worked our way through Better Call Saul watching Breaking Bad but so we've got couple shows but then we've got separate shows right so when I start watching Graham Hancock or Ancient Aliens that's a me show right? <laughs> so she's not getting Kanye West on Infowars yeah, yeah exactly oh man I watch so much length. Alex Jones so she can handle the highlights but she can't <laughs> handle the whole thing so we've got our own separate show so I, I think you got to like it's just like you don't do everything as a couple together and I think with TV shows figure out one you both like and then just go your separate ways and watch your other ones so yeah I I, mm. I, I actually I don't know what other shows she's fairly busy so I think it's just the shows that I force her to watch that she watches but like for the most part it's pretty good yeah, yeah. I I have um I'm in a bind because yeah. we me and my partner don't often like the same stuff um, but then we both watched many years ago the walking dead but only up to like season four or something and now there's heaps more seasons and the whole finale of it just happened like two weeks ago so we've started to watch that together and that was been good but we kind of run out of steam we're at like season seven now and it's like that's so long that we've been watching these same fucking people that half the time we're just screaming at the screen being like why would you do that why would you do that <laughs> and then yeah I so. think <laughs> I think I watched like to season maybe two of that and like I watched up to the episode where they covered themselves in zombie like mm. blood and shit and then the zombies couldn't no, yeah. like no, they were there. That they and were, I was like, yeah. "Why don't you just do that every time?" Exactly, and that's what we've been screaming at the at the screen for literally the last five seasons. I would so. just, I would just like skip to the final episode <laughs> and just be like, "What happens? How do they yeah, end I, this fucking trade?" It's wreck? it's because like yeah, I, I again I've probably mm. seen like five seasons, but like on off, and it's like my mate Beth who's into it. She's like, "No, the season's actually good." So I've got someone like going ahead that just sort of like catches yeah. me up. But yeah, I was watching one where I was just like, "Well, the zombies can't catch up to them. They're in the prison." They're and the writers had to invent ways for like the zombies to get them. So they're in some sort of shop and they all start falling through the ceiling and stuff yeah. like that. Like they get so adept, they take away any of the drama. But yeah. I've heard other people say this as well. Like the thing with like the Walking Dead, essentially it's just a bunch of mates going camping. And because we hate our office job so much, we're like, dude, if we could just camp all the time, I'll deal with zombies. That's more ideal than fucking spreadsheets. Yeah, I have my wife torn apart in front of me. Yeah, as long exactly. as I don't have to see Bob at the yeah. office. And it's like, look, as, as long as like she gets ripped apart on hours that I choose, right? So as long as it's not nine to five, I'm more than happy with this lifestyle as well. And how funny is it as well? Because like I watch it and I envy them a little bit. I'm like, they're living in a prison surrounded by zombies. And like, even with like, cause like, you know, I work as a filmmaker at the club. Still, their life's better than mine, and I'm just like I'm jealous in a lot of ways. So it's just I I, I don't know what to do with this information, but yeah, I feel a lot of resentment towards everyone on that show. So yeah, so basically, we've run out of steam, and we want we want to get to the finale. Yeah, and I fully understand where you're coming from, yeah. and I live vicariously through the show. Yeah, well. yeah. And as a former prepper, this is like almost like 
coming back to a drug you've been off for 10 years, you know? Because I used to be fully into, like, doomsday prepping too. Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah. But you care so little about <laughs> life, especially your own. I can't yeah, believe you're actually I want to do cool shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to, exactly. like, just drive any car See, that's there. That's, that, you know? that's why that's awesome. That's why Mad Max is awesome. <laughs> because, like, society just blows that you'll take, you know, like, you know, flesh-eating zombies or you'll take, like, like, like bald-headed guys in bondage gear and like uh, just like fucking Charlie's Theron with one arm. You're like, this, these lives are better than my life. Like, it's so good. And it's weird because like, like sort of growing up in like Gen Y, we don't have high expectations for our lives. You'd be like, oh dude, I'll take one arm and then like a hotted up V8. And then they, because like these guys live in like a hole in the ground. You'd be like, I wish I could afford a hole in the ground. Like, this is cool. This, like, is, this is my feelings. I look at the show and I'm like, Okay, so they get to walk up to any house yeah. that are nicer houses than the one I currently live in. Yeah. That have zombies and whatever. They go in, they clear it out, they they put a knife in four people's brains and then they get to live in this house. There's no rent. There's no, well, granted, there's no power. So there's no power bills. There's no internet bills. There's no nothing. They don't have a real estate agent coming around to their house every three to six months to do an inspection. Oh, God, how annoying it, it, is it's, that? It's like one walker coming up to the door every three days and you get to go and bludgeon its head in. I mean, yeah. If I could just do that once every three months, a real estate agent that comes well, to inspect, I, I would be a happy man. That would be the best. I, I, look, I would just like use motivation for my former life. So when I needed to get angry to kill the zombies, <laughs> I would just think about having to fill out a tax return. Like, <laughs> like that. And I'd be like, and then all the stress would be gone. Exactly. Yeah. No tax. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a better, better life. life. It's a better life. It's, it's, it's such a better life. It's like that Louis C.K. joke where he's just like, God comes back and he's just like, why did you pull the oil out of the ground? Because like, I want to go really fast. <laughs> like, 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 he's just like, and it's like, well, why do you have a job? It's like, I got to pay bills. So like, what's a bill? It's like, so I got to buy food. It's like, I left food everywhere. It's on the ground. What are you doing? And that life is so much better. Like you get leprosy, you slowly die, but like, you just like, I'm eating berries, I'm in the sun. It's uh, like dude, the way to go it's, out. It's funny that you're saying you used to be a doomsday prepper. Like during the height of COVID, me and my missus were just, we dove deep into like, how can you live off the grid? And yeah. nothing has been more appealing. It's like you yeah. don't have to deal Listen, with Listen, 10 years ago, I, I did the research. I got the 60 kilos of rice in tubs. It was weird. And then you realize, oh, if if this all goes away, you probably, you're probably not going to make it anyway, so why bother? Yeah. I, it, it's the exact same motivation that we started this episode yeah. with. Yeah. Why try? Why try when, why you're, try when you're just going to die anyway? Yeah. So that, you don't bother even preparing. Maybe know? that's the name of the episode. Why try when you're going to die? Because... <laughs> I feel like there's so many fake motivational speakers out there. Maybe we need to be unmotivational speakers. Just be like, why go for that pay rise? Why go for well, that look, job? You're not smart enough. I've mm. got one mate, uh, actually SPAC, that same editor, right? So if you're going to be an editor for reality TV, you need to be a sociopath. And um, and, like, and J- James has met him. He's a very nice guy. Now, the thing is, like, I will say this about SPAC. When you have a sociopath, and he is a sociopath, who is your friend, they do sociopathic stuff for you. So as long as you <laughs> never wrong them or get in, their, you get in their way at any level, it's great now so I've had this conversation with SPAC and it's funny because I say sociopathic but like genuinely he exhibits these traits right it's very little empathy and remorse and he's just like yeah I can fake emotion it's fine and when I need to I do it and I'm like so he said he wants to like uh, so like when COVID was happening and we're sort of talking about how shit's going to turn into Mad Max or whatever so like we're basically like hey you get to live rent free in a hole and that's better than us and so his motivation to stay alive in the apocalypse is just so he can go on a rampage 
kill as many people <laughs> as you possibly can. I'm like, you joking? He's like, no. So what I'll do, I'll just see how many people I can kill. And then when people turn on me, I'll kill myself. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> and he's like, I can get 40 easily. <laughs> So that's it, but you need you need something to keep you going, right? Yeah. And if that's you need a goal. Going, okay, all I gotta say is let's not yuck someone else's yum. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> if that keeps you good, that what's why I show up in the morning. At some point, you can kill forty people with no problems. Yeah. No yeah. SWAT team. <laughs> hey, and you know what? Killing forty people is illegal, but. <laughs> Thinking about killing forty people is not illegal. It's yeah, not, yeah, right? but, but it's when society <laughs> breaks down, it's uh, Dude, tooth lucky, and claw is all that matters. All right. Lucky SPAC didn't grow up in the states where killing forty people and yourself was a viable option by walking into a school with an M16. Like, yeah. So now you've said that. If he listens to this, he's going to start filling out the immigration papers. Yeah. He's going to be like, let's uh, try to get the world record. I still call Texas. America home or whatever. <laughs> It is more noble that we want to live rent free in someone else's house. That's yeah. all we want, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd live in this house if I didn't have to pay rent. Yeah, like it's not so a bad good. shack. It's oh all right. Oh my god! Got yeah. a little podcast studio. Life is fucking swell. Um, I was on a podcast on the weekend. We were talking about the crocodile hunter before, and this crocodile, I think, is just an absolute sick cunt. And I brought it up on that podcast, but I thought I'd bring it up with you boys as well because we were talking about Steve Irwin. Yeah, there is a uh, there's a crocodile called Gustav, who is in. Uh, in the, he's a Nile River crocodile, so he stretches up to six meters long, and he's killed six meters. Yeah, he's a beast. Fucking hell! He's killed over three hundred people, and they have. Uh, Why have we not fixed that already? Well, why are we not using past tense for Gustav? Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say, why have we got up to 400? No, <laughs> like, no. Just, <laughs> no. He's on a streak, dude. Like, if he was playing yeah. Call of Duty, he fucking, he's, he's hitting them from every angle. But they, they made a, uh, so he's survived three assassination attempts. So he's been shot three times, survived every one of them. Fucking bad cunt. And then they've, got, they've employed a, uh, a f- here's where they fucked up. They employed a French crocodile hunter called Patrice Fay. Who <laughs> oh, dude, you're not killing anything with that name. It's who, just who like, race. Yeah, I'd be swimming away too. I'd be like, yeah, oh. Who started a... The, the crocodile swimming away because it thinks it's going to get chlamydia. Like, that's why. <laughs> See, that, that, that was heaps smarter than making an age joke. So that's why I went that way, James, right? Just to protect my credibility and job for the future. I was going to go there. <laughs> so he's... They've, they've created a uh, documentary called Catching a Killer Croc, which ironically they did not catch. And I was like, this is the greatest thing that I've ever fucking heard of. Old fucking Gustav out there just yeah. fucking taking names. But, like, I, I don't understand because, like, look, <laughs> it, like, how can they not find him? Like, when you got someone like Jeffrey Dahmer, right, he just sort of blends in. He just looks like a normal dude. But if Jeffrey Dahmer was 18 foot tall, like, you'd find him in a second. Like, how can they not find this fucking yeah. thing, dude? He's not in a boat. Well, like, they're try- <laughs> they've been trying to capture him and, like, they were, like, they'd set up little baits. Oh, because they've got to give him a trial. Like, why are they trying to capture him? <laughs> Shoot him in the fucking face. Hey, yeah. Palm that yeah. bitch. Yeah. I yeah. wonder yeah. how many of the last 300 tried to just capture it. Yeah. <laughs> Innocent till proven guilty, we always say. So they've, they've tried to capture him by, and like they were setting up all these baits and they uh, couldn't get him and yeah. then they were like, I'll tell you why, he, he needs a live, he needs live bait. So they sat a goat in this, uh, in this steel cage and old mate Gustav has snuck up onto the bank, pulled it down into the water, drowned the goat and then just ripped the cage open and then ate the goat. No, I, like, don't, I don't think they're trying. Hey, James. <laughs> like, not yeah, hard enough. And no. I, I like how they're like, oh, did you know 
that actually the brain of an alligator is the size of a walnut. It's like, well, how big is the brain of the cunts that have put the fucking goat in the water? Because seriously, that's one of the stupidest fucking ideas. That's something that I've seen that in Jurassic Park where they put the goat and then the goat, they try to lift it up and then it's just like guts and shit. I've seen this. We've already thought about this. The goat's not going to work. And and even if the crocodile's brain is the size of a walnut, it only has three things on its mind anyway. Like yeah. eat, fuck, and swim. And that's maybe sleep. <laughs> maybe sleep. It's got four things on its so, mind. So what was the plan? Because like it literally got the goat in the cage and it takes a while to drown anything and they didn't kill but like so what was the original plan what were they hoping was going to happen so I think this happened overnight like we're just going to make it slightly harder to eat this goat (laughs) (laughs) and then then Gustav the mad cunt just ate it anyway we're going to add one step between the the goat and the crocodile and this sounds for no reason it sounds incredibly disrespectful but when you think of French men you don't think of the toughest blokes out there do you like it's like you can't picture a French man wrestling a fucking six metre crocodile like they're flat out fucking wrestling baguettes. Like let's be, yeah. let's be honest. Well, imagine the crocodile comes out. Ooh, wee wee. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's very long. Cig- crocodile hunter. Yeah, he's very long. Cigarette gets put out, and he's got to go light another one. That time, the goat's been taken right under the water. Like I, I don't know what French men do, but like you know, I know a few things for sure. Brace, long cigarettes, and very stripy shirts. And he's just like, look, I, I, I could have shot this croc in the face, but I was tying a woman to railway tracks. Like I don't, I don't really know what the French do. But that's I, I, I was painting the sunset yeah, yeah. For, a, for a romantic partner, and yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I was writing some very obscure poetry that people in 120 years will appreciate. Again, so like, just like the Russians, it's fun to be racist to the French. Yeah. Like, it's very nice because, like, anyone who's eating a croissant for breakfast, yeah. you know, you know, they're a bit of a pussy, don't yeah. you? Look, well, 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 all I'm saying is, if there was a crocodile hunter from Africa, I would be like, well, I I know he will do a good job, and I hope soon he's victorious. Because as a French, you're like. <laughs> It's just like crocodiles can run up to 40 kilometers an hour. It's like, I'd trust an African man to outrun him. You know what I mean? It's just like little fucking Frenchie named Patrice. It's like, bro, you're a snack to that fucking. I I just, so they still don't have this, 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 this crop. He's out there. He's roaming free. He's still taking names. He's being a fucking bad man. (laughs) That's insane. I I just think it's funny that like the national food for French, and this is how we know that they're quite pansy-ish, is that the croissant is made by folding pastry with butter heaps and heaps of times right just like yeah. many many like hundreds of folds which is ma- what makes the flakiness of the pastry oh look at this and then like the australian national dish is just like a sausage cooked in a car park with one slice of homemade bread one fold yeah that's it that's just a bit one of fucking fold, garlic in it one a fold bit of onion in it bit of onion yeah fucking slap some yeah, tomatoes exactly. or something <laughs> like, yeah like the french are folding pastries the japanese are folding steel to yeah. the katana it's just like they hired the wrong nation to be able to do this and, and the thing is like the good thing about the japanese guy and again because like you know we're, we're quite educated in all the different stereotypes if the mm. japanese guy doesn't like get him he's going to kill himself right so there's going to be some action for the tv show right he wouldn't want to shame his family by not coming home with a crocodile and then even after he murders him have you seen like the japanese guys at the world cup they clean up everything i was about to say (laughs) this it's it's incredible you know what i think it's fake kindness yeah i think it's fake kindness wait what is it what is this what i haven't heard this japanese people every world cup everyone's like wow look at the dignity of the japanese people cleaning up the mess of the stadium after the football match. And it's like, who put you up to this, bruh? 
It's like no one's that nice. When I see The Rock, mm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I'm like, I know you've you've paid off a woman because you've had a baby. Like I know that like he can't be that nice. He's well, done some mm. dodgy. The, the only people that clean thoroughly afterwards is uh, like organised murderers. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like some evidence has been removed from the scene. That's the only reason to clean a football stadium if you're not being contracted to do Listen, it. Listen, if they if they leave the stadium and it's not spotless, they do have to kill themselves. Too. <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's, it's the only way they got let There's out. There's high the stakes for yeah. the Japanese people. That's why they take everything so seriously. You know, there was some Croatian like influencer who is a fucking babe. So give her a goog, and uh, she she taunted the Japanese after Croatia beat them by eating sushi. And look, if she wasn't so hot, I'd say foul play. But she is. <laughs> it's like you can get away with a lot of stuff. It's just like. Look, Hitler's main issue, uh, <laughs> it's just a bit of an arg. Like, like, if that dude was a hunk, you'd be like, ah, did you do everything? Turn, like, uh, uh, actually, t- yeah, t- like Stalin, he's like a dude. good-looking guy, and people just kind of forget what he did. Wait, They're just have, like, okay. Hitler's so, a bad so guy. So Stalin, like, uh, that's an older guy, look respectful. Have you guys seen young Stalin? Mm. It's like, uh, have like you seen Johnny young- Depp. Okay. I'll, you guys chat for a second. I'll bring up a picture of young Stalin. And you'll yeah. be like, fuck off, that's young Stalin. And we'll it's play like, a game mm. of fuck or not. But dude, <laughs> <laughs> dude it's one thing you bring up, Hitler, and uh, and and shout out to uh, Kanye West. I think we say sh- sh- a shout out to the Fuhrer. <laughs> <laughs> but Hitler is so evil that he ruined that moustache for the rest of eternity. You know what I mean? Well, like, but, but no the, one can grow that. Him and Charlie Chapman well, were the only ones It's because he was had. a massive fan of Charlie Chapman. Um, uh, sorry, sorry Ch- Charlie Chaplin. And he got it. And Charlie's just like, are you fucking serious? Can't like, like, like the mustache and the name Adolf are just done Gone. now. Just Gone done. Ski. Yeah. It's like Karen. You don't see too many babies named Karen anymore. That name's yeah. extinct. No well, more Glens. It's, it's like, um, you saying that, oh, it's only him and Charlie Chaplin. It's like, yeah, but if you get one, no one's thinking that you're Charlie Chaplin. Right. No. So, so like, no one's thinking. If, my, if, I, did my, you, if you. I did Movember and just had the Charlie Chaplin, I don't think anyone's thinking that. So. And I'm raising it, money for a fourth Reich. Uh, it's so good That as would well be so funny. If, you, if, you're a, if you've got a beard and you're shaving it, every guy, as they're shaving it off, just, just has a quick look to see what they look like as a Fuhrer. Everyone does. And it's weird because you always kind of look good. <laughs> just, um, I've literally done it for a comedy. <laughs> Once and afterwards, I was like, "Do I want to finish it off?" Or just All right. Leave it? So this is Stalin. Oh yeah, he'd get it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's absolutely metal. Dude, I'd follow him into the gulag like that. That is a fucking hot man. He'd be a, he'd be an influence now. <laughs> you could almost see him playing for the fucking Croatian football team himself. He looks, <laughs> he, he's a fucking babe. And there we go. Someone's going to clip that in 15 years and just fucking ruin us. But anyway, <laughs> it is what it is, boys. Like we, like James said, if we don't try, we'll fucking die happy. Exactly. Isn't, that, yeah. isn't that it? If no one cancels a guy that's on Centrelink. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, Except can we, Centrelink because he didn't make it for his appointment <laughs> or something. What can we take from a guy that has nothing, which is what they'd be coming at if they came at me. So, oh, boys, that was fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Mate, we covered it all. We covered Steve Irwin. The dictators. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, oh, I, I just said nice the things. The French. About, yeah, I just said nice <laughs> things about my girlfriend because I know she's definitely listening. Um, yeah, so I, I swear she gets these things and just transcribes them afterwards. She's like, so I've got a few notes. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ! At one point, you said, "Would you bang Stalin?" <laughs> <laughs> How could you say no? Like, like that, that, that is, and he's got his little cravat and shit as well. Like, it's incredible. But the thing is, like, he rose through the ranks, right? But then, like Hitler as well. Like, it always. 
blows my mind because he's just this little Charlie Chaplin looking cunt. And he's just like, yeah, blonde high, like, like blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> and then you're just like, I, I, okay, I know you've invested in a lot of like tanks and infrastructure and aircraft. Have you invested in a mirror? Because there's a couple of like <laughs> small holes in your plan that I'm yeah. seeing here. Yeah, I think like I think that may have been like his sexual kink was like chicks with blonde hair and blue eyes, and he's like, we just need to have the whole world <laughs> look like my look like my kink. Yeah, yeah just to look like my missus. Like even yeah. brought. Oh my god! So th- this is a, a terrible hole to go down. And again, this is uh, <laughs> fuck. My my missus started reading about Eva Braun for some reason. So um, Hitler's missus, and then we went down this like spiral. And um, apparently, she was just this dum dum, and she didn't give a fuck what Hitler was doing. All she did was like fashion and sports and that's all she ever talked to Hitler about so like so even Herman Goring was just like anytime I had to go see Hitler and she was there he was just like Jesus Christ just, just trying to have mundane conversation with this thing but even though it's very annoying then it's kind of made her a, a little bit more redeemable these days it's actually very funny to think that she's just like there every fairy doesn't know the holocaust is happening and then suddenly <laughs> suddenly she's just like oh come down the basement and she's like what what why what why? And goes, we have to kill it. Why? Yeah, Why do we have to yeah, kill what's ourselves? Having, what's having a great Tuesday? Like, what, what, what's going on? It's like, yeah, you hear those explosions in the background? Like, I haven't really been paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe she was the one that got, maybe she was the one that got Hugo Boss to design their outfit. She's like, no, if you're going to do this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. you need to look nice, okay? But you like, are not going out onto the battlefield looking yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah. She would have been having a great time because if you just take out all the atrocities, right, she loves sports. They hosted the Olympics, the, the first live broadcast mm. one ever, and Hitler's just off his shoes. So oh, was just on, on the mess, just going, dude, he's having a great time. Yeah, and Eva would have been having an even better time, right? And then like fashion, like okay, like uh, even Alex Jones said the other day when he was trying to just go, Kanye, can we just pump the brakes and say Hitler's great guy? I'll give you his uniforms were good, right? Yeah. And, I, I, and we have to say it, like great uniforms, you go, boss, great shoes, out of das. So it's going pretty good. They're nailing it. They're yeah, nailing and, it. So like yeah, so like Kanye's lost his like like Balenciaga like uh, thing, but like he should get Hugo. Boss and Adidas on board because well, um, I think Adidas mm. just dropped him, which is so ironic. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. come on, guys. Yeah, it's like the same people. Literally, he hates, all he you did hated. was support you and the guy that you used to work for. Yeah, so fucking sort it out, you dumb cunts. <laughs> I uh, look, my my favorite thing for this year has been Kanye making Alex Jones stress laugh. Like he's saying <laughs> such abhorrent shit. Even Alex Jones is like, oh, this isn't going well. <laughs> like, <it's> just, <laughs> Did you ever think that would happen in your lifetime? Like, what the fuck can you say to upset that guy? Yeah. And even it's just like, man, we got to end this interview. <laughs> like, this is like, I can't get sued for a billion dollars twice. Fucking hell. The, the best thing about that, though, is it's like Alex Jones now knows what it's like to have the shoe on the other foot when yeah, he goes on someone's podcast and just starts wiling and they're just like, whoa, turn it down, turn it, it down. It took me a couple of times, but I didn't understand why Kanye was doing a puppet show with a net. And, and then I'm like, yeah, oh, Netanyahu. calling him Benjamin Net- Netanyahu. Yeah, and I'm just like, he's doing the funny voice. And I think it's just like, uh, for once, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, this, is, this isn't going the way I thought it would go. <laughs> like, oh my God. No, and even all the fuck shit we've said, not one time have you had to go, Brad, I'm going, Let's, can we just say we don't actually like Hitler? Like, <laughs> you even you haven't had to do that. And we've just talked the most well, fun shit possible. Well, maybe he should have after the Stalin commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make it clear. None of us want to fuck Stalin. No, 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 no. no we, we, we don't like Stalin, but we want to fuck it. Like, it would be a hate fuck. You'd be like, you're so hot, but I'm so angry with yeah, you. Yeah, we're like, objectifying yeah, exactly. Stalin to get back at him. So, so we're the real heroes here. Yeah. That's, that's what we'd do. we spite fuck a hot boy. Like, uh, Clip that, haters. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, Make sure you leave in the context. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so fucking good. We um so every week as well, boys, as you know, we like to do a little bit of a Sunday roast, and I think that I've got a little bit of a special one, and I think it's going to lead us down a tangent. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's get into a bit of this. The Sunday roast. All right, boys. So on the Sunday roast, I uh, I've decided that I think that we need to give it to astrologers, and. Not like the scientists that like Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the guys that do uh, like star sign readings and mm. shit like I'm that. I'm already off board. I want to give it to the, the Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> and well, I think the can, other guys, can we give, it's like, yeah, they're just like, think lines are cool. That's can, mine. Can, can we give it to both? Because <laughs> yeah. they're both nerds in different ways, right? All right, they're both going to get it. <laughs> so um, tonight there is what they call a cold moon. So tonight's full moon will make um, – and what caught my eye was there was a – there's a Melbourne astrologer called Janelle uh, Palabrick who has said um, that this – uh, cold moon could cause some chaos in relationships and could lead people to cheat. And then there's then outlined a few star signs that she think is going to cheat. And it's just it's just like, her ex boyfriend star signs just, that have cheated on her because yeah. she's a fucking star nerd. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're trying to say that this is implausible, and we just talked for an hour about how much we want to fuck Starlin. <laughs> so it's the cold moon. I'm fucking telling you, right? It is the cold moon. That's what's caused the chaos on tonight. We had to turn the light off so so Brady didn't get a migraine. Yeah, exactly. We're sitting in the dark. The only light we've yeah. got is from this cold moon. We're all fucking wigging out. We're a little well, bit it's, horny. It's a cold moon, but I've got a hot flush. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm packing some heat. Yeah, look, I, I think that like, aren't the Chinese big on the different stars, Leo and Gemini and all that? I don't know. All I know aren't about they big Ch- on that because I have like look, the year of the lion we've been and shit. Quite ignorant towards <laughs> Russians and the French. I don't know if we can make the jump to the Chinese. Listen, okay, I'm half Chinese. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Jesus. We've got James's permission <laughs> to rip Wait. on the CCP, and we're going in hard. There was there was a comedian on the scene. I I, I I don't know if I'm giving away too much information, but he's a white presenting guy, and he looks about as white as I do, and he was making all these black jokes, <laughs> and the audience turned on him. And then, while the next comedian got up, he got on stage with an iPad <laughs> to show everyone that his dad is black, and all the racist jokes he made was okay. So all I'm saying is that his few- iPhone. It's like. They're not going to buy it if the picture's this small. I need to give them... All I'm saying is I could see this. Uh, this is a game plan for you in the future, James. You need a picture of your quote-unquote chi- half Chinese. Your mum's not Chinese. That, isn't she, she is. is isn't she Thai? It's, no, it's genuine Malaysian Chinese. They, Someone in my family swam from mainland China to Hong Kong to flee the communist regime. Okay. So it's like that's so, a so genuine James, thing. You know my family's from Indonesia but I'm the whitest guy of all time. If I start going, oh, ching chong, ching, ching chong, it's okay. I'm from Indonesia. I'm saying hypothetically, that could cause some issues. You are as white as I am, so we need to tread very carefully. Hey, listen, listen. All these people that would be offended are all about, hey, let's all just get together and be friendly. I'm the result of what happens when people get too friendly. So I can say it. I'm I'm sorry. I know I look like Ronald McDonald, but... (laughs) 
I I am half Chinese and half black. So uh, yeah, it's 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 yeah, and it's it's very strange because like yeah, like you look at James and he's like a, a ginger white guy and his dad is literally black and his mum's Asian <laughs> and everyone makes the joke. Oh, they must your mum must have cheated. Blah blah. blah. Then your sister looks exactly the yeah. same as you. Like it's unfair. And we're five years apart. It's not like oh fuck, it was twins at the time. It's like there's time. So it's. I would not have picked you as being half Indonesian. Like, if you want to give me. What'd you say? Sorry? Oh, it's, all, it's, it's a country that no longer exists in Indonesia. It's <laughs> where I'm from. And my dad. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll pull up another visual thing. I Because I don't know my biological dad, right? Uh, and uh, I had a mate uh, send me a um, news article. Uh, and he said, maybe this guy is your biological dad. Now, I, it's taking a little bit to get a bit of reception in here. But if you type 9-11 mastermind. Oh, okay, uh, <laughs> We're um, hitting everyone today. Oh, dude. <laughs> We're 50 minutes in and everyone's getting it. <laughs> if you type 9-11 mastermind, have a look at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> is that an uncanny resemblance? And all I'm trying to say is my mum was so woke that she banged that guy in the 80s, okay? So all I'm trying to say is by proxy, I'm also a hero. So if you just type Khalid Shahika Muhammad, it is me. <laughs> like, it is pretty much exactly me. Oh, that's so, so all I'm saying is my family are all go-getters, okay? So, like, I don't, I don't know my dad, but I know he's accomplished a lot, okay? So. <laughs> And, uh, and as getting a, as back at white people, so it's actually it's a good thing. As a result, as well, uh, Indonesia has now ba- banned premarital sex. So what your mum did back in the Dizze <laughs> yeah. would now be uh, technically illegal and punishment for. Yeah, up they're to like, a, we've got too many white guys come around saying that they're Indonesian. We need to stop this <laughs> happening. There's, there's too many drunk Aussies in Bali slinging dick and busting loads. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's funny that the only people that can report that crime, so this is how they've made it like a soft law so that it's technically illegal to appease the old cunts that care about it, but they don't have to prosecute, basically. It can only be reported by the couple that are fraternising, their parents, their children, or one other, like, party it's equally as close as like the chief of the village is what i read as well right like he's, he's got it <laughs> but, I was like, but you guys yeah. still have chiefs but that's how, sick dude. But, but how sick is this right you're 12 and you're like oh am i grounded dad <laughs> <laughs> i think we're both going to be grounded yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good or just like you're like oh are you going to put me in a nursing home <laughs> interesting yeah. it's just like we're both going yeah. away for let's, a while let's google what date your wedding was <laughs> and what my birthday is because yeah. i think that we've got some explaining to do oh. see you when i'm a teen Teenager, dad. That's, that's so actually good. very funny. My my uh, first girlfriend was uh, very Christian, and so were her parents, like whatever. And it wasn't until I like they were having their wedding anniversary, and her birthday was like not lining up. And I like was like, oh, that's weird because that means that oh. And then she was just like, oh. And then she just that was when she like abandoned the religion I, she's like oh my parents have been lying this whole time and she didn't even put together that like oh there's only five months between my penny, parents wedding anniversary and when i was born i like, i have a similar story to this right so like my stepdad he's like my um my, my sister's like biological dad right um and so he was he was telling us all a story one day about when he met my mum 
And he's just getting, he's a bit home and he's getting way too drunk and fucking tell us just like, yeah, she was at the pub and she had her tits out and I was just like, oh, fuck, I've got to go talk to this girl, blah, 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 or, or the fucking whatever, right? <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, I picked her up, took her home and we're just like, Jesus Christ, dad. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, I was as happy as you could be as a 25-year-old man. And then like my sister is like, he's left the room and my sister has gone, wait, 25, dad's 11 years older than mom. So dad just told a lovely story about how he statutory raped my mum. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was just like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? What's the statute of limitations on this shit? Because just like the Indonesian story, uh, I feel like doing a bit of uh, childhood dobbing. <laughs> like, yeah. I just thought, like, <laughs> but imagine that like, you tell this fuck story and you're just like, oh, yeah, I picked up a 14 year old and banged her. That's the lovely how I met your mother story. <laughs> because apparently they met there, they didn't get back together, they got together like years later. And you're just like, dude, what a, what an Aussie story though. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Like how I met your mother, like, theme song plays and then it just like starts a guy approaches a house and Chris Hans is like sit down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but like yeah I didn't piece it together but when my sister you just see the cogs turning in a brain like that meme with all the mathematics and just like Jesus Christ yeah. dude that is that's maybe just keep that one between us hey? <laughs> like, like, they can get Roman Polanski they can get a fucking bogan man who lives in Southwest Rocks alright that is, a, that yeah, is you a, have not made the movies that Woody Allen has made <laughs> so I, Look, when you make the pianist, okay, you buy yourself a few years, all right? He's made nothing with that artistic merit. Fucking hell. Oh, fuck. That's crazy, dude. Well, fuck. Like, you know, we, we thought we were in trouble talking about Bang and Stalin when they find out this story. <laughs> Oh, gee whiz. Oh, fucking hell. Good stuff, boys. Well, we might wrap it up there, lads. I uh, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I hope you've had a good time. The listeners... As uh, always. I got so many messages like, you need to get these cunts back on. My sister, numerous others were like, those guys were the... They thought you guys were the best episode and I think yeah, we've, uh, but, but we've like, done another stellar job. Uh, have you guys ever seen a comedy sequel that's anywhere near as good as the first? Yeah. Like, you're dumb and dumber. <laughs> like, holy fuck. Yeah, dude. it's always a letdown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Police why try? Why yeah. do a second one? Yeah, yeah. Police <laughs> Academy 11 didn't quite live up to like the first one. Like, yeah, but like, hopefully, hopefully we got through this okay. Um, mm. And so like, look, uh, a lot of podcasts these days seems the in, uh, the, the, the in vogue thing to do. Anyone want to mention their thoughts and Jews? Uh, <laughs> like, or we just hook them for the the next one <laughs> i know james loves him <laughs> listen i i actually had a, a joke about how they were unfairly treated yeah and i i'm gonna have to revisit it because now it's like back in the zeitgeist you know people are remembering again that jews exist yeah, but Kanye is. This is the first time I felt tense it. the whole episode. Can we talk about a fucking Stalin? So anyway, what a hunk, man! The cravat, the hair, what beautiful. Yeah, the, the scarf that he was wearing oh. in that photo—nothing but a Like you know, like the, like you know, you can get a motorbike to be a bad boy, leather jacket, but genocide—that's how you be a proper bad boy. And that is such a sexy quality in a man. That's like, it. Yeah, tattoos and a motorbike ain't doing shit compared yeah. to genocide. He's <laughs> a trophy wife like Eva Braun. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't know anything except tennis. Yeah. <laughs> she's such a ditz. Like, she's just like, um, so we're just going to roll you up in a carpet. Oh, what is the gasoline for? You're like, we'll fi you'll figure it out in a second. It's like, I trust you, Hitler. Like, oh, I'll get to it. We'll get to it. Just a nice joke about a nice woman being burnt to death, hey, fellas? <laughs> well, I hope you guys have enjoyed the last episode of the Sunday service. <laughs>
I'm gonna uh, go. Uh, I'm gonna go and live by the <coughs> motto of "Why try when you're gonna die?" So thank exactly. you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Thanks again, boys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Dude. Oh, and by the way, don't forget to check out the Newcastle Comedy Club to buy tickets. Yeah. It's on every Tuesday night for the open mic. There's weekend showcases. You might even catch your boy there this weekend with the great Rory Law. Yes. I always say his name like NewcastleComedyClub.com.au. Get your tickets, mm. bitch. Thanks again, boys. Thank you. I'm going to be hitting you up for a job later, I think. <laughs> <laughs>